When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Sports Day SA in Adelaide. Oh, I'm a bit croaky to start the day, start the show off. Paul Bonza and with me, uh, Brett Mars back. G'day, Marzi. Good to be here, Bonds. Yes, there's a bit going on, isn't there? There is a little bit, and you can be part of the show. You can call in on the week's open line, discover exceptional customer service. Weeks Homes, discover different. one 736 736 or you can text in 0427-154-166. It's been a warmish, blowy day. It's a bit ugly out there now, though. Clouds coming in, a bit of a thunderstorm on its way, a thunderstorm well, even. The wind really was noticeable today. Yes. Up. I was out and about and, uh, yeah, that really picked up. It was very hot too, stinker out there, but um, with that breeze, just made it uncomfortable. Hot topic for the day, thanks to Thirsty at Char Time. Explore our ready-made signature drink range inspired by Char Time fan faves. How about this for a hot topic, Marty? <laughs> it was announced this morning that Jeff Fennick is now a four-time world champion. They've awarded him the super featherweight belt from his fight 30 years ago. So they've gone back to the wow. tape, rejudged it, said, yeah, you definitely won. He fought Azuma Nelson in 1991 in Las Vegas. It was a Don King fight. Well, there's no surprise. I don't want to. I don't want to. Controversy. Uh, don't want to say anything nasty against a great man. But um, what are your thoughts? Like, well... Um, Is that I, kind of worm stuff? I kind of do remember this fight in the sense that um, there was so much publicity about it, him being ripped off. Yes. And everyone was saying how he won the fight and no one could believe that they didn't award him that. Yeah, they uh, called it a draw. World Championship at the time. Um, yeah. Because it was a clear win in my mind. Um, I think in everyone's mind. Yeah. And that's obviously what's been decided <laughs> when they've gone back and watched it. But it – Opens up such a can of worms. Like going back and retrospectively giving world championships. I mean, you look at all the different sports that could do this and how it would change the landscape of sport if you went back and did it. Um, I I don't agree with it. I think you just have to go with what was done at the time. I mean, he said um, that it really affected him really badly and he's never the same boxer again after that. And it would have such a psychological effect. But um, for me, I don't think you can go back and, and change those results. I know he's been fighting for it for a while because yeah. it affected yeah. him so much. You wouldn't trust a system, would you? Well, no, you, you set up you, a system. Yeah, you would go into a fight thinking, well. This will get changed anyway. matter, Yeah, it doesn't matter how well I fight. I've got to knock this guy out to actually get the win. And that's the thing. Like, there's all the new technology that's continually getting better and better. I mean, you can't apply the technology from 20 years down the track to today's game and change results. You just have to work with what you've got. And 
I think technology is already in some sports encroaching probably a little bit too much. I agree with that too. But I've got a couple. Mm. So the first one, and this was mentioned <laughs> this morning uh, on the Waitley Show, uh, Warney was out on 99, caught in the deep, and it was shown later that it was a no ball. No ball by a fair way as well. So therefore, could we go back and say that give was a no give ball? Give him 100. Give him 100. Because he skied the ball. He was caught in the deep. He would have gone through for one. It's a good story, isn't it? That's a so, good feel-good story. That makes me feel warm inside thinking about that. There like, you go. Yeah. Uh, giving Warney the hunch that he never got and, and probably got a fair bit of ribbing about that he got out on the 99. So I think if you could go back on that, I think – um, he, he probably made a bit of uh, a bit of cash telling that story a few well, times too. True. But <laughs> but it would have it would be great just if uh, his stats can now just register one. One, 100. One, one, one century. Yeah, I like that one. SK Warn. One century. <laughs> uh, I've got another one that hurts you. It hurt mm. me at the time too as a as a big fan of the Sixers. Darnell Meefoud, Damon Lowry in the 2001 final series. Uh, Lowry, this was on the belt. Lowry went to the foul line to hit three shots. If he hits the three shots, the Hawks go into the grand final, which they actually then win. Darnell claims to this day he didn't touch him. Um, do we... Go, go to the go to the arc and see if that was a foul, and uh, you might have another championship. Well, we would actually if we'd beaten them, we would have gone on and uh, and won because we would have played Townsville. We own Townsville, and yep. uh, we would have won that. But you can always say that in retrospect. Um, the problem with that one is that it just it looked like a foul um, because he wound up so much on it. He didn't need to go anywhere near that aggressively or even jump that close to him because Damon Larry was about three metres behind and in a rush, never would have made the shot. So, I mean, that's all in hindsight. He still had to make the three shots, but at the time they said there's zero time on the clock. So because every single shot bounced around the ring about 20 times before it was going unbelievable. in, if they even had 0.1 of a second, one of our tall players would have been able to, on that last shot, jump up and tap it off the ring and we would have gone to overtime at the very worst. Yes. But they said, oh, no, there's zero time. on <laughs> Never have. You can't have zero on the clock. There has to be something. Mm. So, yeah, there's a lot. I would love to see that because I still have nightmares about that game. And they keep bringing it up on different shows and just rehashing that really bad memory. Yeah. Um, so, therefore, yeah, well, let's go back and change that. So, that's uh, <laughs> another championship to Brett Maher and the 36 <laughs> But where does it stop? Like, you look C- at – Correct. That's, that's the – You look at AFL. Uh, like, if you went back over AFL grand finals, I'm sure there'd be a handful of ones that have been decided on the buzzer potentially wrongly. Go back and all of a sudden it, – Yeah, it's really – Teams have got it's five really more interesting. flags. And obviously boxing has been, I guess – not so much now, but a long time ago, when 30 years ago, when well, the Don Fennec, King Fennec was fighting, yeah, the, the Don, the King, Don era, King era, there was some um, interesting decisions about fights, let's put it that way. Oh, really um, tarnished the sport. Um, let's be honest, boxing has been in a real down patch. It, I think lately it's been pretty good. Um, they've had some uh, really good stuff going on in the boxing world because they're very threatened by the UFC at the moment. The UFC yes. has just escalated so much. So boxing has had to get it, its act together. I think Floyd Mayweather, guys like that, have done a lot for the sport in the promotion of it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> changing the results. So I, I can't agree with it. Yeah. In I, most cases. Warnie, we'll give Warnie, though. We'll give him his Yeah, you give, give him his <laughs> 
Of course. Uh, this is Sports ASA, and that was uh, we're talking to the hot topics today. 5G mobile plans in every territory or state. Why wait? Make the switch to mate. That simple. Um, let's talk about the Lakers. There's uh, Bill Simmons has come out. Bill Simmons of the Ring of Fame, and I don't know if you listen to any of his podcasts. They're I very, don't. No, I don't listen yeah, to his podcasts. Yeah, Bill Simmons, a very entertaining podcast. Uh, he does a couple of podcasts. Another one's um, uh, Rewatchables. So they talk about movies that are very rewatchable mm. and talk about possible cast changes and all that sort of thing. So that's a good one for you as well. <laughs> um, but he's come out and said uh, about the Lakers, there's been so much talk about Russell Westbrook being traded and he's on too much money. But he said maybe plan B for the Lakers is trading Anthony Davis, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, I actually don't disagree with that. I think he's got off very lightly in this mix of the Lakers that they've put together. They've got the big three with Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Westbrook. And Westbrook's the one that's been getting absolutely smashed. Yes. Um, and sure, his numbers this year haven't been great. He hasn't been playing as well as what he has done in his past NBA career where he's been league MVP, etc. cetera. Uh, sensational player, but he is on a – what's he on, 48 million or 38 million? It's one of those. Oh, no, it's like um, a – he's got a – it's, got, a, it's a like a hundred and oh, a year, yeah. I think, so, yeah, I think it's about 48. 48 it was or the maximum. Him and the LeBron are about the same. Yeah. But I think Anthony Davis has escaped very, very well with a lot of um, uh, the people out there kind of let him slide under the radar. And I think he should be a fair bit to blame. I've watched a lot of their games and not that impressed by him. I don't think he's. There's, well, there's been all that. lots of injuries as well with mm. him. He hasn't been able to get the body fit. And he's not the player he was, definitely. No, no, and, not at all. And uh, um, all three of those blokes are getting paid just about the same amount as what we do, but here at SEM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing okay. I don't think they really care where they play um, <laughs> yeah. with the money that they're on. I heard a rumour as well today that Ben Ooh. Simmons might be going potentially to San Antonio um, at some point. So that would be an interesting move. Would Pop have him? Um, yeah, well, they've, they've gone after him in the past. Okay. Um, they're in need of a point guard, which he can play. Um, they're also trying to tank apparently. So they get Webb and Yama. Um, so it might actually be a, an okay fit for them. Um, and then, uh, Brooklyn would pick up a couple of decent players on the other end. Brooklyn so, was the wrong spot for him, wasn't it? Yeah, the only good thing about it is Paddy Mills is there. And yes. Paddy is very good at working with someone like that. And I think for the future of the Boomers, um, that's a good relationship to have Paddy working with him because it, he's come out um, quite a bit this week saying that he wants to play at an Olympics and wants to play for the Boomers. So hopefully if he can get his head right, that would be a good fit. Now, we've only got a half-hour show today. At 6.30, we're crossing to the cricket uh, we're going to New Zealand v Pakistan at the SCG. And we're here for Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. The expert car, for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Now, we the other night when you were here, we forgot to mention something. And <laughs> I'm going to let you go for it now. Uh, tell us about Mattress Mac. Oh, I love it. It's all over. I've been, I get hooked on my... Daughters have got me hooked on TikTok, and I'm now a big TikToker, <laughs> which I'm a bit ashamed I, about, I, I, but I'm on it anyway. You should be ashamed. <laughs> um, so I'm on that. I'm on Instagram. And this guy just keeps on popping up since the Astros have won the Major League Baseball World Championship, um, beating the Phillies. He apparently, through the year, put a bet um, early on in the year of $10 million 
at 7.5 to 1 um, for the Astros to win. And lo and behold, they go through, beat the Phillies. 75 mil he picks up. So he's all over the uh, media, different outlets. But also, he said for a period there, whoever spends more than $3,000 in his mattress shop, then if the Astros win, he's going to give them double their money. So he's up for a bit of cash, I would have thought. But, um, yeah, what a good, uh, interesting story. And they, they focused in on him during that the last kind of at-bats and that uh, to get his reaction when they did win. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. So 75 mil. Just a lazy 75 mil. There's all these pictures of him walking around in casinos with 20 $20,000 chips and calling them big boys chips and all that sort of stuff. So he's, a, he's an interesting, lively character that's very well known in Houston, um, especially around the Astros. Gamble responsibly, 75 <laughs> mil. <laughs> he was very responsible. Well, he had to put 10 mil on the line, so he must have a fair bit of cash. <laughs> Let's take a break. This is Sports ASA with Bonds and Marzi. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Paul Bonzer, Brett Maher with you, and uh, we've got a few texts in uh, during the break there, Marzi. Um, one here, if blindfolded, Brett Maher, would you make three from ten from beyond the arc? That was Blind Freddy from Finden. Wanted to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you get three from ten if blindfolded? Oh, look. I probably left-handed, I would, but uh, I don't know about blindfolded. Uh, um, he also, we got another text here. Mario from Maslin's Beach. He's a good uh, supporter of the station. Um, the AFL need to retrospectively give Gavin Wanganeen his second Brownlow after the three Stooges stuffed up in the last round. So oh, I'm oh. guessing he means, uh, was it, well, there have been three umpires back then? Maybe there was only two. Oh, maybe two, but there's probably a few of those uh, Brownlows that would be, if you went back over the votes and yes. and had a rejudge of games, like there's games where guys are getting 35 touches, goals, and and getting one vote and there's guys on the losing team that are getting three votes that uh, I mean like uh, it's always bemuses me those sort of awards those, yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting I'm not, I'm not sure whether the umpires are the right people to make the decision no I've always I like the said, way the US do it yeah I've always said uh, just a separate maybe one umpire maybe one from the media and maybe one uh, independent I think would work well we are here for the eight seat Kia Carnival, the grand utility vehicle. Now, Marzi, we spoke a lot. Obviously, you spoke this morning on breakfast about uh, Craig Randall leaving the Sixers. But I wanted to ask you, what do the Sixers need to replace Craig Randall? And when do they do it? They, do they do it right now? Do they go and find a player right now? Or do they let this group play for a while before they bring in a, another import? Um, I'll answer the last part of that first. I, I think they let them play for a while. I was really impressed with the way they played in Illawarra, which was two games ago, which they won quite convincingly. I thought the chemistry was good. What it also enabled without um, Craig Randall there um, was for guys like Sunday Detch to get into the rotation more. I don't think he's really been included in the rotation much as he would like. His minutes have been cut in half at least. Yeah, and he hasn't been able to get into the flow. So we haven't seen the best of him, I don't think, this year. He was better in that game. Same with Drimmick, same with Soto. All of those guys are going to get more. Um, And there'll also be more touches for DJ, who we need to get more involved on the offensive end, and Franks and Cleveland as well. All three of those will get their shots more. 
DJ as well. Then we've got four good scoring avenues and uh, you've got some of those other guys that give you defense, intensity, energy like Drimmick and Sunday Detch. So, yeah, I think we see how they go for four or five weeks um, without, if they are losing, getting into too much of a hole uh, and then bringing in someone. And it always, it might also depend on when we get someone as to who becomes available and when they're available. Um, but what style of what style of player do they need? Do well, they... I think they need that two man. Um, so the Just Randall sort shooter. of player um, that plays both ends of the court. Um, but I think uh, scoring two that can slot into the one. So I'd like to see when Mitch McCarron goes off, you can slot the import into there. Bring your Drimmick, bring your Sunday Detch into the two spot. Then he can also shoot. They. They can kind of like when I play with Darnell, whoever got the ball, the other one ran the lane and that sort of player that you can bring in with those sort of guys. So I think a scoring two man is exactly what they need. Um, but one that moves the ball and gets it out of the offense, not one that is pounding the ball to death and, and not getting the other guys involved. And I think um, also one that fits in with the team, fits in with the chemistry um, and is a good bloke uh, around the team as well. Uh, yep. I think that's the perfect fit. All right. We're here for the Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. And you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. The Crows AFLW uh, taking on Collingwood this Saturday at Unley Oval, 3 o'clock. So make sure we sell that out, people. Um, Daniel Ponto had a bit of a chat about facing the pies. Yeah, really big game against Collingwood. Um not too sure. The girls versus them in uh, around four, I think, earlier this season, and I was actually out with injury, um, and that was uh, what, I, from what I watched, was a really hard um, contested game of footy, and in the end, was quite close. So uh, um, we're just going to have to come out and play that fierce, um, and hopefully that we always play, um, stay well connected, and hope, hopefully we can finish out and play the full four quarters. Um, but yeah, just getting back together and getting the skills right, um, doing the little things right, and um, hopefully it all fall back together on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I think they get the win too, and they had four girls named in the All Australian side as well. It's going to be a tough game. Collingwood have been good this year, um, but I do think they'll get the win. It'll be good to have a really good crowd. And yeah, four girls: Chelsea Bedell, Anne Hatchard, Ebony Marinoff, and Chelsea Randall. All very, very worthy. Great players. Um, that made the squad of 42. And uh, that team is going to be cut at the uh, awards dinner on Tuesday, November 22nd, to a final 21, which will include the captain and uh, vice captain. So hopefully some of uh, the Crows girls. Unfortunately, none of the uh, Port girls got into that squad. It would have been nice if they got at least into the squad. We had one or two. But I think maybe through injury, some of their better players probably didn't play enough or have enough impact to do that. Yeah, I think first season. Yeah. yeah it's going it's going to take them a little bit of time, so yeah. we can't expect too much of them in their first year. Um yeah, well done to the girls for making the All-Australian squad and hopefully uh, I tell you what it doesn't get any easier. If they beat Collingwood, then they're matched up against the Lions. Yeah. And uh they have been stellar this year. They have been They're going to uh, be hard to beat. There's no surprise that they're number 1 this year. They are going to be very hard to beat. And we will need to be at full strength to get them. So we need Chelsea Randall to be on fire. We need some of those girls to be really hitting form. All right. The cricket's coming up very shortly. New Zealand taking on Pakistan. And we'll be bringing you all that coverage right here 
So don't go anywhere and don't risk missing, missing all your team's matches on the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. There's only three games to go. So get KO Sports today. What are you doing? Don't get <laughs> okay. it now. As soon as we finish. Don't go now. As soon as we finish. Hey, Marzi, uh, we got about 45 seconds left. Thanks for uh, coming in again today. You're yeah. going to fill in a bit over the next few weeks. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm look, looking forward to it. I love talking sport and, um, yeah, it's been really good fun. Just like old times, working together again. Yeah, it's good. And um, i tell you what, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the T20 uh, semifinal tonight as well. I think that's going to be a, a cracker uh, between... India and... Who's winning? Uh, no, New Zealand, Pakistan. Uh, sorry, New Zealand, Pakistan. I think New Zealand, I think they've been just slightly better through the tour. Although Pakistan's return to form and change has been stellar. I'm on the Kiwis too. Thanks, Marzi. We'll see you next time. This has been Sports ASA. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.